0: and he puts like the hilt of the knife in her asshole and starts fucking her from behind. I was gonna say, you must've started masturbating, right? I was so (laughs) wet. I had never been that wet.
1: Welcome to Sweet Release. Hi Nikki, hi Cammie, ladies, welcome thanks and so much love. welcome to sweet release i appreciate you being here
0: thank you for That's having us really.
1: thanks for having us. <laughs> of course so you both have your own podcast double teamed and you talk all things kink non-monogamy pleasure sexuality all of that which i love and you also twins identical twins are you identical
0: so okay funny story we don't know because one doctor told my mom that were identical, and the other told her that we were fraternal. And she was like, I don't remember how many placentas there were, so she doesn't know. So we think we're identical because we're mirror image. Mm -hmm. So she's left-handed, I'm right-handed. We have our moles on the opposite side. And if you look, how we found out that we were mirror image was our dentist told us because our teeth like, kind of ever so slightly go the opposite ways. Oh wow, So mirror each other. Yeah, so, and mirror image tends to be identical, so we think we're
1: you probably are. You know, the same thing happened to me, cause I'm a twin. And yeah. the same thing happened to me and my twin. They told us when we were born that we were fraternal cause they, it was separate sex, separate sperm or whatever, different placentas. And yeah. so, then we did 23 and me a few years ago and it was like, "Oh, you have an identical twin." And our entire lives we were like, "Oh no, we're not fraternal." Or we're we're not identical, we're fraternal, we just look a lot alike." Oh, and wow. then and then we just found out a few years ago that we are identical and apparently the egg can split early enough and form two separate sacs so you can still have the same DNA and be oh. an identical twin. Wow. Well, I you should something. do 23 and me.
0: Or whatever. There's so many options
1: you can do. Yeah. ancestry whatever
0: I that's cool thought about it mm. so are you and your twin close like do y'all talk about like sex and all of that because like i don't know people I think are all, in the same community yeah <laughs> people are like often surprised that like we are as open with each other as we are about like sex and you know kink and all that
1: we definitely are really open um we love talking about sex i think most of my core group of girls we all are pretty open about that sort of thing nice. But I can't imagine ever being at, like, a party with my my twin. And so I'm curious to
0: know <laughs>
1: the dynamic because you guys are in the lifestyle, right? Yeah. And so you often go to sex parties. And mm-hmm. and what is that dynamic? like? And what is double teamed, too? Like, have you ever double teamed someone or is that just a name for the podcast?
0: Just a name. Okay, so Our, let's start with the name. Yeah. My The reason the pod is named double teamed is because we were at a bar with a guy that I was dating at the time and his friend and his friend is a producer of Logan Paul's podcast and he Nikki and I were talking about um you know like Nikki's lifestyle because she and her husband at the time had like just started like being more intentional with their open relationship and then so the guy was like oh y'all should definitely start a podcast about this um, and so he put us in like a week later, he put us in an email thread with an audio editor and he goes, and we were thinking like some weird title, Tindertales, like Tales. I don't know what whatever. the fuck it was. So bad. he, he literally he, in, in an email, he goes, Hey Brad, this is Cammy and Nikki from Double Team Podcast. They're just getting started and they need your help with audio editing. And that's how it started. And yeah. we're like, and we sat there for a minute and we're like, Double Team, do we like that? Uh, and then our friend was like, no, you need to do this. Keep it at double teamed. And we're like, So okay. we do, yeah. Like, and I know mean, right? we, so like we don't play together. Yeah, we have three rules at sex parties. Yeah. We don't play together. We don't watch each other and we don't fuck the same people.
1: Yeah, that's what I would do, too. Yeah. That's a rule that we always made growing up was like, we're never going to oh, have sex that. with the same guy. Yeah. Um, I couldn't imagine like it never came up like to have the opportunity to watch her. Yeah, <laughs> so that wasn't something, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. But that was just the idea of it mm-hmm. was weird. And even I had this best, best friend who was kind of like the triplet. We kind of called her the triplet. And so she felt like more of a sister. Mm-hmm. And as I was exploring parties and going to Um, yeah, a lot more sex parties. When I moved to LA, I invited her and I brought her along and we kind of ended up playing in like the same room and like, Oh wow. She ended up going down on me a little bit and I had to like stop it because I was like, Oh my God, this feels too weird. Like I can't, I've, I kind of see you as my sister and I just don't know if I can cross those paths. Yeah um so that's cool to know that we're on the same page with that because I can't imagine it a lot of people have the twin fantasy so it's a
0: thousand percent and people all the time they're like you know when they see us at parties they get like all excited and we're like no sorry (laughs) that's just not us so but I mean like we go to pretty big parties like usually it's at least like a 100 people so it's easy to avoid each other in their big houses so I'll just like usually what will happen is I'll ask someone if they see Kimi in the room or I'll just like take a quick peek in if I like and then you know, if I I don't think I've ever had an instance where like I saw you, like, usually we just kind of call each other's names out. It's like Marco Polo. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know what? No, I remember the last Halloween sex party that we went to. Mm-hmm. There was that open room, mm-hmm. and I was on top of Cody, and you literally you walk in, you go oh, and then immediately turn around. Do you remember that? Like, well, because the, that, it, the door, it just, oh, have, yeah, it had a partition. Yep, yep. And there I were, walked on the other side of the partition. Yep. I remember yeah. that, yeah. Because there wasn't a door. It was just, like, an entrance. So I like, think I saw the top of your head and I was like, I know what that is. And I be like, <laughs> hey, hey, I know that face. I know that head. <laughs> I just remember, like, and I guess that's, like, one of my favorite things about going to parties together is, like, kind of playing, like, that game of, like, what room can I enter um, and our friends will, like, you know, they'll help us out. Yeah, they'll along. help us out. It, they all works. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know your boundaries. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go, like, to the entrance of a room and, you know, let's say one of my friends is right there. I'll be like, hey, can you make sure Nikki is not in there? And she'll, like, look around. Or people will warn us, too. Like, I remember one time I was, I was about to walk into a room and someone goes, Cammy's in there. And I was like, thank you. And I just immediately <laughs> left. We were at so. one sex party and I was just going down the hallway Cause there was like a hallway and then all the rooms that you could go into. And I was just walking down the hallway going, Nicole! (laughs) And then like, I didn't hear anything. So I was like, go in a room. Wait, was that the one, uh... Where you got DP? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that one now.
1: Ooh, DP. Is that one of your favorite things?
0: I've only done it once. Okay. So, and I tried it over the summer. It was the first time. It had long been on my list. Um... It was really funny. The two guys that I did it with are, like, best friends. They, like, met each other on Craigslist. No When way. one of them was trying to find a threesome, like, 12 years ago. <laughs> They've had, like, over 50 threesomes together. And uh, we were at this party, and I was, like, not in the mood to play. I was just kind of, like, there, chilling, hanging out. And one of them goes, hey, you've been wanting to do DP for a while. Do you want to, like, go give it a try? And I was like, no, no, I think I'm okay. And then he was like, no, no, come on. Like, let's, Yeah, he was like, you've, you've been wanting to do this. Let's just, let's just go get it done. And I was like, okay. So we did. And I loved it. Have you ever tried it? No, I've tried DVP.
1: So like okay. two in the vagina, which That's I. That's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. I yeah. didn't love it for anal sex for me is more personal. So it's something that I really only do with men that I'm dating. Yeah. Um, and I've never done it with a woman actually. I've been, Oh really? uh, Interesting. Yeah. Well, I've only been, I guess I've only been like pegged or fucked by, I could count it on, I think one hand, maybe five women or so. Nice. Um, so yeah, but the vagina is always my go-to. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like usually prefer vaginal I love anal but DP was definitely a lot more arousing than I thought it would be Mm -hmm. like I thought it was gonna be like overwhelming and it would be like a nice feeling and I'd be like okay this is like fun and like you know something new but like when we were in it I was like oh I could like orgasm from this there was just so much going on that I I didn't couldn't yeah but at the same time I was just like I, I thought to myself I'm like if we kept going and like I was really like focused and like more present because it was at a party, so there were, like, you know, people walking around, and, like, people peeking in, like, oh, DP, nice! I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm trying to focus! i so, trying to get there! Exactly, oh, yeah, so wow. it was, um, I, I felt like I could probably orgasm if I, if I had focused on it just a bit more. Mm. I want to so. try it now. You I should! Haven't. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. The Ooh, only, maybe at the next party. The only thing was, the guy that was in my vag, um, was massive. He's mm. like six inches around and probably like nine inches. It's just oh a really big dick. <laughs> Why that one? Well, they were best friends. Right? They were best friends. <laughs> like... Yeah. And I, th- it was one of my play partners a... yeah. that I've known for like two years, but still I was just like, that was a lot. So I don't know that I would recommend that but Size, it yeah. still felt good
1: yeah, yeah the average is better when you have two at one time I can imagine. Your ass. Yes. Your boyfriend ass.
0: dick is better for you know anyone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i like the term boyfriend dick it's good it's also
0: not a bad term i feel like men get so like discouraged when they hear that like if a girl calls their like penis like boyfriend dick and i'm like that is long-term dick, mm-hmm. my
1: friend. <laughs> it's true because too big is not good for long-term because you can't have sex every day and you're sore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you want to have pleasure all the time or whenever yeah. you can. So and you I can relate. you
0: really emotionally prepare for it each time. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I had a partner that was really big. And half the time I would just be like, can you just eat me out because I can't take you dick? Just short five-minute intervals. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you About, been to
0: a lot of play parties or? Yeah, in the past.
1: Okay. So I'm definitely um, my partner and I definitely want to start going to more. We're like definitely getting back into that. Um,
0: nice.
1: But yes, I did go to a lot when I first moved to LA. I kind of just fell into the swinger lifestyle and Love and that. BDSM, and so I was going to dungeons and yeah. and parties and. Love that. And it was my lifestyle. It truly was for, like, two or three years. All, like, that was just instead of going to house parties or bars, like, that's every weekend. That's just kind of what I did. And and I was single, so it was, like, that was awesome. And mm-hmm. I was dating couples and just kind of really exploring my sexuality, mm-hmm. um, which is a topic I would love to talk to you ladies about, too, because, sure. Nikki, you are bisexual, right? Mm-hmm. And you hetero heteroflexible. Yes. So where did you find your sexuality or how did that come out for you
0: I think I've always been bi um I remember I talked about this in one I can't remember if it was on our show or with someone else but like I remember when I was little and my mom would get like the Victoria's Secret magazines and I was always like I would look at these pictures and I'd be like these women are like so hot like Mm -hmm. it's arousing and I was always so confused by it but I loved men too like I had always like romantic feelings towards men so, I never really thought I was, like, bisexual. I was like, okay, women are just beautiful and, you know, we're, we're all just sexually attracted to them because, you know, the, the female body The curves, is party, the softness, yeah. all of it. Exactly. So, I thought, I was like, okay, maybe it's just, like, an attraction, but, like, that's it. And then, I think whenever um, we started, like, when we opened up initially, I really only played with men, but then once we started, like, actually doing stuff together my ex-husband and I so like initially we would just like it was like whenever we were apart from each other we would just like have one night stands here and there and like that was it. so that's how
1: E&M kind of started for you yeah you were doing it separate
0: and then we started doing more stuff together like threesomes and sex parties um and things like that and that's when I started playing with women and then I started like so obviously like I would play with women at like in group scenarios but then i definitely wanted like more like alone time with women so then like i would start dating women and like i went on the apps and like you know um put both men and women on there as well so um and i've dated like i would say dated i guess two women three. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah okay three women i was like wait. Um, <laughs> Even though her and I are like best friends now, um, but, and so that was also interesting to see like more of kind of like the romantic side. The thing is, is like, I don't have any patterns when it comes to dating women. Cause like, obviously I've like, I've had romantic patterns with men, like dating men and like romantic settings and all of that. So like dating women is just like completely different. Mm-hmm. Like half the time I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this flirting? um what do you like you know you're just like it's just completely new and I don't know like it's yeah it's been fun and I think you know especially when I think about like the future like in whatever relationship dynamic that I'm in like I would love a partner that because I think I'm getting to the point where like I want a little bit more of a of a primary more of a long-term partnership again but like I want someone that like wants to you know have threesomes with me is maybe okay with me, like, having sex with women every now and then, like, I don't know that I could ever, like, fully give up women.
1: That's how I felt, and when my partner and I got together around four years ago, that was something that we had talked about, and we kind of started in a little bit of an open scenario anyway, so it was kind of like he knew that I loved pussy as much as dick, and so Mm -hmm. it was, like, talked about, and I was like, I'm definitely, similarly to you, like, I I was ready for that, like, long-term yeah. commitment. I was excited about him, but then, like, the, I was also excited about, like, the opportunity, you know, also having fun with women, too, mm-hmm. and I'm also a voyeur so I love watching like that's why parties are so fun yeah. and I'm an exhibitionist too so I love being watched but love watching my partner with someone else like does really turn me on yeah so that was kind of what we started exploring initially was just women because that yeah. was what I was so happy with his dick that I was like all I want is pussy so all that's just that. what yeah. we've been doing yeah. for a long time and and now we're starting we're like okay you know what now I think parties would be fun and so we're just dipping back into it so
0: is he, fe- like, hetero flexible or anything like
1: that? No, he identifies as straight. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah.
0: My ex-husband was bisexual as well. Oh, that's hot. And um, I loved watching him with men and women, but, like, it was so fun watching him with men. <laughs> I remember we'd have threesomes with men, and I'd be like, I'll oh, just watch. Y'all can do whatever oh, you want. Those are some of
1: my favorites. Yeah. And, and that's one of my dreams, is, like, a full bisexual mm-hmm. scenario yeah. or a threesome or... Yeah um, play party
0: scenario. Oh, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Paris. It's <curtain's> beautiful. This <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I don't know. Sexuality is fun though. Like I think, and sex parties is always a really great place to explore. I think at least mm-hmm. I think that's where Kimmy kind of like, yeah, lets her hetero flexibility shine. I, and, and for me, it's kind of, I've been, I, growing up, I, and not that I ever, like, found the Victoria's Secret models like that. Like, I thought they were like, yeah, they look great, cute babies, we don't want to buy it. Um, but, like, I only watched lesbian porn growing up. I Mm. still do. That's really the only porn category I watch is just lesbian. Um, and then I always questioned it. I was like, am I bisexual? Am I into women? Um, and then when I started attending play parties is when I, like, allowed myself the chance to, like, you know see if i liked it and it's been really nice and eye-opening in the sense that like i give myself that container to explore and i've been able to figure out like okay i'm not bisexual but i am heteroflexible and i like playing with women to like a certain extent and i'm glad i've given myself that ability to explore that so like even though i like lesbian porn and i i like playing with women at sex parties like to usually like waist up i've barely barely play with pussy and I don't know like how to go about it so I'm just like are you scared of it I am terrified (laughs) really yes don't be scared of it I am it's Uh, better than dick in my my opinion for oral the closest (laughs) I got was at a sex party a few months ago um this girl and I were playing with her partner and she had she had a vibrator on my clit while we were playing with him and I was like and that's the closest I've let a girl touch my pussy and I was like okay like it's not bad like I like it I don't know why it scares me so much but I like that I've given myself like the ability to explore that and I have like found that conclusion so
1: thanks for sharing yeah (laughs) did you so when you started exploring in your marriage Mm -hmm. um your ex-husband is that when you were introduced to kind of the non-monogamy side as well or did you guys kind of dive into it at the same time
0: so I started reading books about it Mm. like what was it maybe around the time I was like 23 yeah I started reading reverse harem which is a like a category or genre of books where it's like a girl and her like five boyfriends all like saving the world while having like really hot sex like in between <laughs> um and they're all like madly in love with her and sometimes like the men will play together too and that uh, I love reading animals.
1: erotica yeah it's yes. my fave too I have yeah. I have to read books that have sex in them It's I have. like so we could do a whole record,
0: episode please. just on I books I think yeah. we should. the yeah. book that I'm reading right now I actually have it in the car because I brought it with me I can't put it down and it's so kinky and I fucking love it Nice. Um, but yeah, so that's how I discovered like, you know, more out of box relationships. And I introduced Nikki to those books right around the time that her and her husband were opening up. Yep. So it was like a really interesting, mm. you know, the way we both found this like lifestyle in different ways, but like around the same time. I feel like I read the books and I was like, I can make this my reality. Yeah. And, this and is then nice. I was like, I was <laughs> done. <laughs> but it was actually well it's funny because at least for us my ex-husband and i our very first introduction to non-monogamy was we had a friend um him and his partner were long distance when they were in college and we were all at a rave once and that was like my freshman year and we like turn and we see him making out some random chick and we're like that's not your girlfriend are you cheating on her and he was like no no she's cool with it this is the arrangement we have and we were like okay cool dope And we like tabled that for like four years before finally, you know, whenever we did start like our whole non-monogamous journey, then we were like, remember that? And then I was reading the books and I was like, and then, you know, there's this. I was like, okay, well, maybe we could, because we were both at the time pilots. So we were both like off flying around everywhere. So I was like, okay, we spend a lot of time apart. We're hot. We want to bang each other, but (laughs) you know, maybe other people. And he actually like came up with the, or well, I should say he presented it and then we started so yeah, that's kinda of how it went. But I didn't know about her situation until like what a year after. Yeah, I told oh, her. So I you kept and it I, close. I had a friend who had like seen her ex husband, like or well, like husband at the time, had seen her husband with this other chick at a bar and she was like and you know, she and I were like, like a golfing course or whatever. I don't know, I wasn't golfing. Um, but we were playing something some game. Anyways, and, uh, we're talking about relationships, and I'm, like, gushing about how much I loved Nikki and her (laughs) husband's relationship, and she's over here, like, I Uh, I think I saw something. (laughs) Uh. So she tells me about that, and I'm, like, stewing in this for months. I'm, like, fuck, did he cheat on her? I was so angry. I didn't know how to, like, react. I didn't know how to talk to her about it. And then, I think, like, four or five months later, we're at a rave, and she decides to tell me then (laughs) that... They're in an open relationship, and I'm, like, relieved. I'm, like, oh, my God. So it wasn't cheating. Thank God. But, like, it was <laughs> that whole scenario right there. I was just, like, shocked but also relieved, and I didn't know how to process it. And I think it took me, like, maybe a month or so to, like, really sink into it, like. I would say longer than that, but, yeah. Yeah. It took you some time to, like, I Well, I had a lot of questions, too, because then, you know, it's one thing to read about it in books. But then, like, to know someone that is, like, practicing it when you are still trying to, like, get to know something. And, you know, of course, like, my first thought was, like, oh, my God. Like, are you happy? Are you okay? Are you getting, you know, are you hurt? Is he hurting you? You know? So that was, like, my main concern. And then, you know, I was also young. I was, like, 24. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's Did you of, have a lot of, like, shame around it? Is that why you weren't didn't want to tell her initially? Or were you just kind of, it was private for the two of you?
0: I was just trying to figure it out. And yeah. I was also, like, I, I didn't really know, like, what to, like, I had no terms. I didn't know anything about it. I was just, yeah. like, this is, like, an, an agreement we have. And I, I think we were still trying to figure it out, Exploration too. kind yeah. of still, so, for sure. And then, yeah, yeah but then I, once I got, like, more comfortable in it, then I was, like, able to be, like, more open about it. Which, yeah, I don't know if that was your experience, but, like, for me, it definitely took me some time to get, like, comfortable in, like, the terms and, like, the, you know, the, well, everything just in relation to the lifestyle, so.
1: Yeah, for me, there were a lot of different styles of open relationships that I had, and so I think I figured out, um, like, what worked for me and what didn't and what kind of boundaries I needed. and. And to ultimately not start, like the biggest thing I tell people if if they're curious about it is just to not start like with like a free for all initially, because yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of like when I met um, a couple exes, I met them like on FetLife or at parties. And so init- initially it was like, oh, we're like fully open or they were long distance. So it's like we just get to do whatever we want. And mm-hmm. that for me was like emotionally draining because yeah. I... I, I was getting sensitive and I, and we weren't like in love, we were falling for each other. So it was like, you didn't have this foundation first. So Mm -hmm. I always recommend like building that foundation first and then exploring and and figuring out what feels good. And like listening to your body, of course, always. Yeah.
0: I think that's what I've realized in my non-monogamy journey. It's like, I have to build a foundation before Mm -hmm. I can be open. Otherwise, like my attachment style will freak the fuck out.
1: <laughs> so. so do you consider yourself e as well?
0: Yeah. I mean, I what I'm hoping for in, like, my primary partnership is a partner that's, like, open to group experiences, threesomes, sex parties, um, orgies, whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know that I can do polyamory. Maybe not, like, you know, for a decade, but after. Um, but I... <laughs> Like I, <laughs> Ten years, and we I, can try Polly. Okay. Exactly. I just, I don't know if I can, if I can do that. I've given Polly a chance, and Polly is a single person. It's really fun, and it's, it was what I needed at the time. And I say this like it didn't just happen months ago. <laughs> um, but now, like I think through exploring that, I realized okay, when I'm in a primary partnership, I have to build a strong foundation before it can become like truly open in a sense of like, not just group play, but like other like solo experiences. I would need to mm-hmm. build like a really good foundation before I can get there. But mm-hmm. I de- I can't give up sex parties and I can't give up group play. So like I, I need someone that like is down for that like from the beginning.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Do you feel like you have like a group play kink, both of you? Like do you like, I, I some people call it a kink. Is that some one of yours?
0: I love being watched. I love watching. So you're also an exhibitionist kind yes. of and yeah. it's fun sharing. Like I, you know, what was it? <clears throat> when I was with my poly partner, one time he and I were at a sex party, and um, my friend and I were like giving him a blowjob together, and I thought it was so fun. I was like, oh my god! I, like, and it, it's just the being exhibition part of it is, I think, for me, one of the most like fun parts. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the fluidity, thinking, yeah.
1: yeah, the fluidity yeah. of all of that is hot.
0: I agree, oh, yeah. and like, I don't know, for me at least, like, parties just feel so, like, free and, like, uninhibited mm-hmm. and so, like, primal in a way, just because, you know, like, everyone's kind of getting into the, mm-hmm. the, the feel of it that, I don't know, I and just it's love the environment. beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful to watch people fuck.
1: Yeah, I have such a
0: fun time just, like, going to a sex party to see how other people fuck. Half the time we go, like, especially, like, Kinky Rabbit or Temple, we'll go just to watch people. Yeah. yeah or like, just to be in, in the, the environment. environment, yeah.
1: Right, because sometimes you're not in the mood for penetration, or yeah, uh, at least exactly. I find yeah. your sexual energy can shift so yeah. drastically depending on the day. So, I've definitely been to a few... Sorry, my dog is whining over there. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been to a few where... I just didn't want to play. Yeah. The, yeah. Ener- the energy just wasn't there. Or maybe I was craving only women that night or, yeah. you know, so
0: definitely really definitely the great thing about sex parties and like the misconception is like, especially when you tell someone that that's never been to a sex party <laughs> before is, um, you know, every, everyone assumes it's like, Oh, are you like banging everybody? Like, is it what, what's going on? And it's like, there are so many different things that can happen at a sex party that don't include penetration. Para likes
1: talking about sex parties, too. She's like, like, I
0: have an opinion. Um, Like, one of my fondest memories at a sex party is um, there was a a friend and another friend were, like, on the bed, and it was this massive bed, and there were a ton of people on it, and two of them were, like, kind of off to the side and, you know, having sex, and I just, like, leaned down to, like, talk to them and watch, and he turns over and he goes, can I lick your nipple? I was like, absolutely. So I'm just like there like chit chatting with the girl while he's like <laughs> on my boo. And I'm like, this is great. So that's sex parties with like those little instances where it's like the funny moments or like mm-hmm. one time one of Nikki's play partners was in the bathroom peeing and I just like go in and wait waiting for him to finish peeing we're having a full on conversation and then I sit down and pee and then he gets up washes his hands we're still right oh. we're still having a conversation and it's just like I don't know it was yeah. fun That's funny.
1: funny. Yeah, there's a lot of fun interactions at parties. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good like memories. Yeah, that's what makes it so good.
0: Yeah. I'm curious for you did kink and non-monogamy like happened at the same time or were you like kinky and then open or open and then kinky
1: i think they kind of happened at the same time okay. yeah. yeah um and for me i like went home with a woman for the first time when i was living abroad but i had kind cool. of experienced kinky sex as well like a little bit abroad like i got slapped in the face the first time and like choked aggressively and I was like, whoa, like that is not something I ever thought that I would be into. <laughs> Are you yeah. into it? Yeah, oh yeah. Love Slapping it. is one of my favorite things. Same. I'm Love a it. I'm a very sensual person and so anything that like sensations, mm-hmm. like yeah, so a slap, like it's not really the power play dynamic for me. It's more of like that sensation on my cheek and then channeling that and like
0: mm-hmm. yeah. for through me, my it's body. Like like the anticipation, Mm. (laughs) how you ever, you know, Oh man, I I love getting slapped across the face and I love whenever I'm with like maybe a new partner and I'm asking them like, hey, can you slap me across the face? And it's like that hesitation and then just like that little like moment before like the sting, I'm just like, like. (laughs) I usually ask
1: for it. So it's never (laughs) been like discussed ahead of time, but that anticipation does sound fun. I'll have to like talk about it first and then maybe it's fun. Yeah, that's, that's fine.
0: I'll, t- I'll tell him, give him free reign, and then whatever happens in the middle of it.
1: Yeah, let's talk about kinks. What are your some of your kinks?
0: I you love. <laughs> well, man, there's so many. Well, okay, I feel vanilla after talking to a professional dominatrix a few weeks back. Um, I love like degradation, praise, love getting hit, so flogged, paddled, caned, um, slapped. What else? Impact in general. Yeah, yeah impact, yeah, impact, in impact gen- I'm huge on impact because I love the pain. Um, and I, I really I like especially when I'm really into sex and I'm like deep into the like, you know, that primal part of it where you're like,
1: like subspace, in it.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, not, not even subspace. Just like when you're having like really intense like sex and it's you're both like really connected, I love my pain with pleasure. Mm-hmm. so impact does you know does me wonders um but those are like my main ones i don't know i i love playing with feet like mm. playing and receiving that's also really fun
1: do you um, like inflicting pain as well like have you ever been on the other side of it
0: yeah i like topping so i like inflicting pain when it's not sexual though mm. so i don't mind like if it's if I'm, you know, getting fucked, like, I'm not going to choke him. I'm not going to slap him. I don't want to do that. But if it's, you know, I'm at a party and I have a flogger in my hand and someone's bent over, like, I will gladly go to town. So. Nice. Guess, yeah. What about you, Nikki? I've got a ton. Um, okay. So, also, <laughs> in fact, I'm big on it. And I'm switchy, so I like, um, being both dominant and submissive. Uh, but oh, big oh, on. I'm submissive, I guess. Yeah, she's mainly sub. I don't think you ever, yeah, you've talked people, but you won't like dom people. Correct um i love impact um i love sensation play um and i know you read this in our bio i'm yeah. big on knife play. i
1: know i'm excited to talk about this because i don't really know that i mean
0: it's a part of sensation. it's play. a part it's a form of sensation play. okay yeah describe um, it to me we have these claws that would be like a great starter if yeah. you're ever interested they're oh. made by a knife maker i should have brought them yeah. um anyways um they're made by a knife maker and they're like just, they attach right here and they're just big silver points. Um, and they're very sharp. So, but, okay, this is how I like to explain knife play. First of all, I discovered it from a book. So, okay. I was reading this book. Den of Vipers. Den of Vipers. Terrible, terrible plot. <laughs> the smut is phenomenal. Nice. And the characters I loved. So, cause I, I'm a big reader and so, and I like a good plot. And when I first started reading this book, I was like, I can't stand the conflict resolution in this book however the smut is worth it so i stuck it through and now it will forever stick with me because it introduced me to my knife kink um but basically there was a scene where like the one of the bad well he's not a bad guy but morally. they're all like corrupt <laughs> yeah morally corrupt they're all like mafia guys mm-hmm. and they capture this girl and you know she had she falls in love with all four of them and at one point she's downstairs watching one of them named diesel like some guy that like you know, was in the wrong with them, and he's, like, all covered in blood, and he's shirtless, and his abs, you know, whatever. Anyways, so she gets turned on, so they start having sex, and he puts, like, the hilt of the knife in her asshole, and starts fucking her from behind. Oh, nice. And the knife cuts him, but, like, it, uh, and then he used the, like, he, like, took it out, and then, like, was, like, grazing her, and I read this, and I was, like, I just remember I paused one i paused at one moment and i like put my hand between i was gonna say you must have started masturbating right? i was (laughs) so wet i had never been that wet from reading something before and half the time i was like oh my god what is this anyway so i was like so whenever i started dating my two doms i told them about this i'm like i've never tried it but i got so wet that i would love to like see what it's like to play with a knife And so they were like, well, do you want to give it a try sometime? I was like, absolutely. So one time when I went over to their house, they, like we talked about it and they like tied me up and they took the knife and just started like grazing it all over my body. And at one point he like took the very tip and was like flicking my clit with it. (laughs) <laughs> I you're like no way every single time i hear her talk about that i'm just like Ugh! i even just <laughs> yeah. like talking about it right now i'm like getting, you're getting hot by. and bothered yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's the well okay here's one thing that i like about it i'm normally very fidgety and i'm like yeah. moving all over the place I, her I, legs always like move bouncing like, yeah bothersome. when someone is dragging a knife across your body particularly like around your jugulars um the level of stillness that you have to have it's like suddenly, you know, it's like survival kicks in, and like you have to just stay utterly still, and it's relaxing. Because hmm. then my mind is only focused on that. So I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm thinking, I don't want someone to slice my throat. So it's, yeah, it's super zen. I love it. <laughs> it turns <Zen>. me on. <laughs> I love getting fucked afterwards, but yeah, it's like the sensation of it. Right. So the claws yeah. I'm imagining too, the claws are like insane. that's yeah. just. I love daggers. Ugh. Um, and now, <laughs> I just remember one time, not long ago, I was staying at my friend's house. I was like, wait, what's a dagger for a moment? I was like had to think. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's just like a fancy, Yeah. You know. anyways, but I was staying at my friend's house and I asked her to, uh, borrow some moisturizer and for some reason she like put it on the tip of a knife because like that's what she found and then she was like, <laughs> she's like, is this going to turn you on? <laughs> just moisturizer, No. <laughs> But I mean, you know, anyway, so That's funny. all my friends make fun of me yeah, for it in was- in a very endearing way, but they know all about it. And you also have a corruption kink and you would love the book I'm reading right now. Yeah. Oh, I do. I have a huge corruption kink. Anytime I can corrupt someone with like a new something or an exposure kink, like I love introducing people to their secondary erogenous zones that they've never tried before. Mm. Um, I love fee. I love, yeah, there's a lot of things. I love piss play. Love, love, love piss play. Um,
1: that's fun. I haven't ever done that. It's something that I've always thought like would be fun to do again with someone I'm dating. Like I would I never like be showered. <laughs> right. I've done that before, but it was never like, it was just more playful. Like, can I pee on you? It's never like sexual. So,
0: so for me, at least in one way that I really like it, and I don't know if people would count this as piss play, but for me, I kind of counted as piss play. Um, I like when a girl's like squirting. I want to be, like, covered in it. And, mm. like, I remember my ex-female Dom would, like, gush like a fire hydrant when she squirted it. And it was just, like, it would get all over me and I'd be like, yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I like a lot of things.
1: Well, squirting isn't actually pee. But yeah. I guess it's, like. But it's, it's similar it's to the similar, sensation. Yeah. Where it you're getting, same- like, yeah. Consistency too, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time um, I was hooking up with a couple that I dated for a little while and she was like sitting on my face and, and she like squirted all over me and I had like it was just like just everywhere. Like yeah, I was yeah. like and I didn't realize because it was like the first time and I was like, oh my god, that was like yeah. so much liquid. And, um, yeah, obviously I that was kind of in the beginning of my sexual awakening. So I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. I like, love that. <laughs> yeah. The
0: sensations are very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, at least to me they are. And so, but I like kind of like the, when there's like a very strong current, I don't know if that's what you want to call it. Waterfall happening. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's like a good gush. Like, you know, if someone's like trickling on you, that's not fun. Oh, I know. I, I like usually that. like, if I have a partner I, and I tell him to like pee on me in the shower, like I don't want it to just, you know, be, like, a slow, like, I want them to, like, aim. (laughs) Just, like, draw little figures. I don't care. You know, triangle, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) No, I want it to feel, yeah,
1: yeah. That's fun. So So does that conclude all your kinks? That's a lot. Yeah, I love
0: it. At least the ones that come to mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you find that you're mostly kinky when you have sex, or does it kind of ebb and flow?
0: It ebbs and flows, but Mm -hmm. I will say I, like... I would like to start vanilla with people mm. and then, like, build up to the kinks because, like, a lot of it takes a lot of trust for me. For yeah, sure. So, but I also, like, I do find that, like, the more, like, romantic interest that I have in the person, the more I'm, like, willing to, um, like, open up. Another one, I don't know about you, but, like, primal play, like, biting and bruises mm-hmm. and, like, lots of, like, scratching. That's one of my favorites. Nice. I've never done, like, a, like, hunt. But I would love to do a hunt. What do you mean by a hunt? You know when they do like, for example, Mm-mm. the submissives are usually like you know dressed up as like little furry animals, right? It's like, a a animal set, like the dogs yeah. and like the hunter, and then like you know they go chase them, mm-hmm. you know capture them, and then you get something nice done. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> Have I'm you to do that.
1: have you ever been to um, the Hump Film Fest? The Hump. I've heard Hunt of it. Film Fest? Yeah. I remember seeing one. Um, it's just amateur porn. So it's nice. Dan Savage um, created it years and years ago. And I went several years ago. I've been a couple times, but it's fun. It's just people that submit their amateur porn, but it's like far above amateur most of the time. <laughs> like it's well, yeah. well produced. Um, but one I remember seeing was Somebody like milking, she was dressed up as a cow and she was like milking her udders, but like making her like squirt. And so she was wow, like that. filling up this like bucket of milk and then she like drink it. It was amazing. Wow. I was like, that's fun. So the animal play is not something I've ever done, but it's definitely, I feel like I tap into just that like submissive energy when I have a mm-hmm. collar on and I kind of sometimes get like, like a, I like to crawl around like a cat, you know? So mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> I can relate.
0: That's cute. Mm-hmm. And the cat ears that you had earlier, that would be like, yeah. <laughs> right
1: here.
0: Yes. Are you and your partner super, like, kinky together?
1: Yeah. Nice. You know, I think, I, like anything, it goes up and down and mm-hmm. depends on the mood and the yeah. energy. But I do think, um, yeah, we are. Um, Definitely. I think the the main stuff we do, we do a lot of rope and bondage, Ooh, and I we oh, have shibari,
0: yeah. Forgot yeah. so about shibari. Yeah, me too. I'm like, <laughs> wait, the more we like, we I really I that one too. <laughs> Do you guys do suspensions? I love. suspensions. No,
1: that's something. I, I'm definitely more of a newbie, okay. but but I'm teaching actually a shibari workshop on Friday, so I'm like teaching a few introductory knots on, nice. at like a nice. couples retreat. So I, I know usually I'm on the rope bunny side of it. So this is cool to be like teaching it. Um, but I, we have like this bar above our bed that we can like, I like to be tied up and we have chains and rope. And so, um, being, um, yeah, like restricted feels Mm -hmm. really good to me and really just like some breath play, I guess. But mostly I do that on my own. Like when I'm giving head, I like hold my breath and then like. I don't know. It's just kind of like holding that energy and like going to town on the dick and then like finally breathing and then like channeling that energy through him and like taking it back. It just like feels really good. I don't know. Just holding my breath, being choked, um,
0: love is something that I'm into. And you just gave didn't... me a phenomenal idea. <laughs> Tell me. Well, because I love breath play and I used to have a partner that used to like choke the shit out of me to the point where like, you know, it was, yeah, it would definitely, um, near the edge plenty of times. But I never thought of looking at blowjobs as a form of like doing breath.
1: I didn't think about it until recently, and I was like, wow, I'm literally like because I'm like holding like I'm not breathing for a long time, and then it's like a head rush, and then it's like a body rush, and then I'm gonna try to channel that, yeah. And then, yeah, when Uh you let it go, or when you finally do breathe. It's, like, and then you still have the dick in your mouth or whatever you do or, you know, it's just a fun way to, like, circulate that energy. Yeah. And I make had, it more powerful.
0: I had a partner that would, like, put his dick all the way into where, like, I couldn't breathe and then he'd count. Like, yeah. Oh, I like that. That was Mike, actually. Yeah, I'm not uh, surprised. He, I figured as soon as you said that, I was like, it's probably Mike. Yeah, <laughs> no, he would, he would count and, like, by the, and he, we would try to get to 10 and usually by the end of it, I'd be, like, you know, get me out of this. But, like, the rush of it would be so fun. Um, and it's then fun. I have another partner who, like, sometimes he'll, like, cover my mouth and my nose. Fucking love that.
1: Yeah, or being, like, held down, too, mm-hmm. from behind, like, where yeah. you can't breathe as well. well yeah, we're a pillow good, to or... the face.
0: Love a pillow to yeah. the face. Like, smother me. I don't want to breathe. <laughs> <for one moment.
1: laughs> but, yeah, I would say I'm, we're not as kinky in our everyday sex. Like, it yeah, just kind of depends. Yeah. Um, With
0: kink... Usually, I am that way where it's like I have to be able to trust the person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it definitely like takes a different mindset, and it's not always the, you know, you can't do that every day, or maybe you can. But like I feel like for most people, it's like every now and then. So, yeah, yeah, if, it comes in waves yeah, for sure. I find I haven't been in my subspace in quite some time, and for I haven't while, either. Yeah. And for a while, I was like, you know, actually, I don't feel called to be in my subspace anytime soon. And then now I felt it reawaken where I'm like, I, through this book that I'm reading, (laughs) I want to be in my subspace again. So I hope to find that.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, as we're kind of finishing up here, I do like to finish off like... Talking or just asking you that last time you had that sweet sweet release since this is the Sweet Release podcast, so it doesn't have to be the most recent orgasm, but maybe just like a good recent story of a good a good one.
0: I have one. So, or unless you want to go, first. no, you go first. Okay. So <laughs> on um, Monday, so just what two days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Monday, <clears throat> my play partner was like, "Hey, do you want to have a threesome with me and my partner?" And I texted him back. I literally said, I was like, what time? Because I want to be in bed by 9. And he was like, just come over now. I was like, perfect. He lives like 10, 15 minutes from me. So I went over, and the two of them dommed me. And so at least for me, sweet release means orgasm. That's how we're talking
1: about. I'm yeah, that's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to
0: make sure I got it right. <laughs> that's,
1: my, that's my version of an orgasm. Sweet, Good. sweet release. I love it. So, <laughs> so I love that, by the way. Thank yeah. you. So, they tied
0: me up. And so, are they, like,
1: dressed in full Dom vibes, or are they just, like, giving you that energy?
0: She had lingerie on, but he was just naked. So, it was nice. just more, like, yeah, just the energy. But they, like, had me tied to the bed, all kinds of things. And um, he's pretty long. So, um, I don't know if you ever had, like, a cervical orgasm. And usually, like, with a longer partner, you can. Yeah.
1: yeah. I've definitely had, like, the... I. I I'm having a, cause I'm also doing an orgasm workshop on Friday, teaching Ooh. about all the different types of orgasms Yeah. and the anterior, like a spot is yeah. kind of like that back wall Yeah. and the cervical is like right there too. So a lot of people say that like cervical is different than that anterior, like yeah. the, the kind of like internal, like guttural one. But yeah. for me, I feel like, I don't know if I've never had a cervical and I'm just getting like that erogenous zone in the back, but I feel like I definitely get that deep orgasm a yeah. lot. It's I my have- favorite thing to have that with a clitoral
0: at, like, the same time. Agreed. That is definitely my favorite. Um, I this have to use both at the same time. Wow, I need to do this. Yeah. I haven't... I didn't have anything on my clit, so it was just, like, a... Like, deep. Yeah. Okay. Deep okay. circle. And um, I was, like, literally convulsing. And it was so good. And um, I just remember... Like, I think his partner was, like, a little bit, like, surprised in the way that she like saw me orgasm because like for me like it like rolls through my entire body like when I have a clit orgasm or like a g-spot orgasm it's very like um like it's it's more of like that peak you know and so it's like for me like it invokes more of like more like moans or like not screaming but you know what I mean Mm -hmm. uh something like that Whereas like this one like instead of like making a lot of noises it like literally just kind of like rolls through my entire body and so it's like a whole body head to toe kind of thing yeah um, and so, it lasts longer, too, Yeah, I oh, find. mine was, like, almost three yeah. minutes this time. I was like, oh, my God, please stop. <laughs> it's so, still going. so bad. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was my last sweet release on a Monday threesome at 7 p.m. And I was in bed. By 9? Nine? By 9.30. <laughs> so, so close enough, close enough, but yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was Thanks life. for sharing. Love it. Absolutely. Actually, I haven't had sex in, like, five weeks. Accidentally. Oh, because we were. At a well, town. it can be a
1: masturbation story, but if you want to go back five weeks, you can, or whenever the last oh, yeah. partnered one was.
0: Well, yeah, my last partnered one was actually with my play partner that I'm seeing tonight, and I that the last time I had sex with, was with him, and then when we, whenever we were setting up our little date for tonight, it was funny because so I was like, I haven't had sex in like five weeks. You may need to teach me <laughs> what it is. I haven't seen a penis. <laughs> And he goes, we'll go through some rigorous training. I'm like, perfect, <laughs> nice, um, man. But I want to say what I really liked about like my last partnered play, which was with him, was I go in and I've been I had been kind of stressed, and I was like, can you hold me? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, absolutely. So he just like held me. We usually like smoke a little weed, and like just hang out and talk for a little bit before sex. Um, and then at one point, I'm like on his couch like bent over (laughs) and he went to what he he went to like go get another condom or a toy or something like that anyways and I'm just like you know bent over the couch like playing with myself and his cat walks up and I was just like okay (laughs) and his cat just sits down and then like he gets back he's like move and then we continue on and um Did you orgasm? I did. I did orgasm very much, and I had a great time. But that's my five-week-old fuzzy memories, like, trying to remember (laughs) the whole thing. A little kitty. And I'm like, this is great.
1: Do you often come more than once when you have pleasure sessions?
0: Uh, Usually, I can come, like, if I get eaten out, I'll come pretty quick. And then, like, if they go in me, I can come again. So, like, within a session, I, like... Two, three times max, and then Same. you just start back up, and then yeah, a few more. So. What about you? Because like my max is like two to three, and after that, like I'm done. And people are like, "How are you not orgasming more?" If it's like three hours, and I'm like, I think three and three hours is fine, but <laughs> or two and two out whatever.
1: I am a multiple. I can do like eight, oh, ten, yeah. Congrats. I know it's nice. I can't do that.
0: The last time I did eight was with um, oh man it was like this like 24 year old little Aries guy oh my god he had a huge cock <laughs> and he was like 24 years old and I was I was I was like 27 maybe um and homie just wanted to fuck for hours and so we did uh, we just like kept going and he had like the stamina and I was like this is a lot I feel old <laughs> this is so much um but I keep like yeah eight maybe ten times so but was my sweet, sweet spot's like three that and is I'm, a like, good yeah, sweet spot
1: yeah. love that well thanks ladies for sharing this was fun i love normalizing pleasure or talking about kink and sex so i'm happy to have both of you here we yeah i would love to have you back and talk about books because i think that would be a really good episode and absolutely i've been trying to get into reading again um my sister loves reading as well, and she's all about the smut too, and the vampires, and the fantasy. Perfect. So it'd be fun to like just chat books. Let's yeah. do it. So. I'm down. Okay, you,
0: <laughs> you both are gonna read the book that I'm reading right yeah. now, and then we'll do an episode on that. That sounds good. And Talk about other smut books, but y'all are—I y'all will love this one. I hope as much as I have loved it. I can't
1: put it down. Well, yeah, thanks so. again for being here. Thanks, no, thank ladies, you for us. having us. Yeah, this is great. of course. Yeah, we
0: appreciate it. You enjoy. Yeah, it. I, I've had a blast. We'll we'll come back anytime.
1: Good, good. Sure. Much love. <laughs>